He's in the night. He hears them call of the story of the, of the Taken King from a game that was made by Bungie called Destiny. I nailed it. They're coming out of the walls. It's the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast. Welcome everybody to the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast. This week, the gang is talking about Destiny the Taken King. Yeah, kings that are taken. Taken King. Issue 19. Yeah. On the cast today, we have Booster Greg. What up? We have David the Bearded Menace. You're falling behind. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And I'm Sergio. Welcome, guys. So, guys, Destiny the Taken King is upon us. And uh, it's pretty, 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 pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty solid. Pretty good DLC. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty expensive. Pretty good. I don't know, man. Like I said before, I'll say again. Fool me once, Destiny. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me, man. Just. Uh... <laughs> yeah, so so <laughs> Dave obviously, play, obviously played year, year one. Yeah. Um, which I think... Serge aptly put it on the preview podcast when it did feel like a beta, right? Yeah, your one was pretty much uh, like, hey, everybody, we have this new game and we don't really know what we're doing with it, but we made it and we like it. So here it is. And you guys can uh, touch its butt. Like, I remember, like, we signed up for the alpha for that, I remember. And, like, um, when I played the alpha, the first thing I played as was the was the hunter. Because I thought, when I heard hunter, I thought predator. I can, like, cloak see heat, maybe, like, the gun doesn't shake when I do sniper rifle, whatever, you know? But I wasn't there, so I'm like, all right, maybe they'll fix it in the beta. And then the beta came out, we played the beta, and it's like, oh, it's not in the beta either. All right, well, maybe it'll be in the actual gameplay. Yeah. It was never in the gameplay. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, even the beginning of the, um, because I don't know if you remember that when the beta, when you first start up the beta, it starts up with the same thing when they're on Mars. And, um... Every now and then, like the it, like the screen, like the uh, scene kind of cuts and like they change like colors or camera angles, whatever. But it looked kind of choppy, so I thought maybe it was like pre-rendering, you know, like they were just still rendering like the actual opening scene. But the same exact cuts were in the actual game. So yeah, we were just playing beta 2.0 with Destiny Year One, in a way. Yeah, and, and it's yeah. funny too because like they're they're trying to stay away from that. Uh... <laughs> From that nomenclature, they're saying, well, guys, I mean, you know, let's not go into whole Destiny beta, whatever. You know, uh, in, in an interview with uh, with, with Game Informer, the um, the creative director for The Taken King um, and another head of, of Bungie was saying, you know, they, they really wanted to create something that was bigger than what they'd done with Halo. Um, and I, I mean, I think they succeeded. I mean, like, Destiny now is much bigger than Halo. I love Halo, but... Like you're you're the guardian you have in this game is your guardian. Like your weapons, your armor, things like that. And with the Taken King, they've really fixed a lot of things. But yeah, in year one, we really didn't know what we're getting into. Um, when they unveiled it at E3, they promised a lot of things that it was going to be like an MMO. It was going to be uh, really diverse. There's going to be a lot of public events. Uh, all these crazy generated weapons, kind of like Borderlands. Be like, oh, it kind of looks like Borderlands and. And uh, it seemed pretty cool. And then when we got it, there was like a lot of rumors that there were things inside of Bungie that went wrong that, um, you know, surmised to what we got 
on launch and we what we got to play and a lot of people did kind of leave the game because they're like oh this isn't what i thought destiny was going to be i thought it was going to be this thing what they showed at e3 was great but then again we know not to you know take everything at e3 with a grain of salt <laughs> exactly like when i when i first played borderlands i played borderlands later than everybody i didn't play borderlands until like the handsome edition came out that's my first taste of borderlands 2 and when i started playing it i'm like this is what Destiny should have been. Complete open world. You can go almost anywhere that doesn't kill you. And just like weapons that generate anywhere and weird events and story and lots of story and side story. It's like you could, you, if you try hard enough, you could beat your one within a day. Well, to be fair too, Borderlands had a whole first game to get that right. Like if you actually play, yeah, if you play I'll Borderlands you 1 yeah. in terms of story, it's very similar to Destiny and how bare bones it is which is pretty interesting. Like there is kind of one there and there's a boss fight at the end of it and stuff like that. And it is a lot longer than destiny year one. Um, but it's definitely like, you don't really have to pay attention to the store. You can just have a good time regardless, uh, which is kind of what my, my like, I don't know. My attack plan was on destiny was I watched the opening cinematic. I was like, I have no idea what's going on. The, you know, you do the intro level, and I'm like, I still don't really know what's going on. Like, all I know is it looked like, you know, Mars looks pretty when it rendered pre-rendered CG is involved. And then Dinklebot was just like, oh, you're alive. Hello. And I'm like, hey, yeah, well, well, hey. all right, well, like, uh, uh, you got to give me a gun. Let's go shoot some things. And, you know, I kind of took it from there. Um, and it is, like, like sort of saying, it's the story of your guardian, which makes it a little more personal. But, like, there's no story at all. Like, I literally, I just make my own backstory for my dude pretty awesome <laughs> you made your own backstory made my own backstory oh it's yeah, amazing like, you know i wish like they told you exactly maybe if they did later on but i never played long enough to see it but told you exactly like what the guardians were what they were made for and the part where i feel like they just copped out so big is when you meet that guy that's i forget his name of course but he says i could tell you about how we lost the war oh, the traveler I could tell you how this happened and that happened, how we could have made a better game, but we didn't want to add story to it, so I could tell you that, but I'm not going to, so take Dinklebot and go kill things. Yay! Yeah. You know, it's just... And the thing I mean, is, they, they, they never do really say uh, <laughs> what um, what Destiny's all about, even even now in the Taken King. Um, I mean, they kind of explained in the Grimoire, this is where they messed up. Like, Bungie... Um, developed the, the Grimoire cards. And there is supposed to be like an extension of the game. A lot of games are doing things where they want you involved in their game when you're not in their game. So they develop the Grimoire cards where you go around, you do story, you pick up things, you achieve things, and it says, oh, Grimoire card. You can go to Bungie.net and read uh, what the fuck is up. Which is really dumb. Uh, it wasn't yeah. meant to be like a huge part of the game, but it ended up being because for some reason there's like this whole mysterious thing of like uh, Destiny was supposed to be this X game, but a lot of stuff behind the scenes were were cut because of like a lawsuit or something and all this all this other biz and uh, I don't know it was it was really weird, but yeah, it really took you out of it. You know, like uh, I had a friend who just recently started Destiny. He was like, "Dude, what the hell is the story of this game?" <laughs> and it's so yeah. bad. And it's so bad. You got to go on YouTube and find guys who put the Grimoire cards together. Like people from Reddit were putting them together into coherent stories. And it's like, wow, there's like a really good story in Destiny. And there's also these really cool stories in Destiny. Like like some of the exotic weapons have stories of their own. Like the last word, the, the hand cannon. It used to be belong to this like pretty much space cowboy. And he, you know, he, he was awesome and he disappeared and... 
And uh, when his weapon reappeared, it was called the Thorn because it was subjected to the hive, the evil insectoid, bug-looking creatures, and it's now a new exotic. And it was it's it's this huge fable, and it was really really cool to read it. And I was just like, huh, you know. But it's like, damn it, Bungie, why don't you put that in the pot, and stir yeah. it up, make gumbo? Like one of the things that bothered me a big time was the grind to get to another level or like level up to like level thirty, because like. I don't mind grinding in a game if there's new content to grind to. So basically, it's me playing the same four levels over and over and over again until I get enough materials to add more light to my armor or get to the next level. You know, it's like if they had like, I mean, now, of course, they probably have more since I've been out of this for so long, but they had like. 20 different stages you can do this on, it'd be great. Like, honestly, there's only so many times I can go to the moon yeah. and fight whoever I gotta fight on there in the moon. And the novelty's you know? worn off of the moon. But at first it's like, whoa, I'm on the fucking yeah. moon. That's great. And then yeah, by the time you're like, man, this is not made of cheese. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wallace and Gromit were wrong. Oh, I will say this, though. I will say this. Multiplayer is Fucking bananas! Oh like, my yeah. god, the Crucible yeah. is bucking oh bananas. Oh my god, absolutely! It's, ama- it's amazing how quickly the tide of war can change in the Crucible. It's like you're ahead by like twenty kills or like holding on to like the objective or whatnot, and it's like all you guys are sitting there chilling. Yeah, yeah, and all of a sudden a war- warlock, mostly surge, comes out of nowhere and just fire bombs the entire place. Nova bombs the entire place. You know. Or, again, mostly Surge, I'll shotgun a warlock in the face like, yeah, he's dead! And he rises back up in flames and kills me. Yeah. You know? Again, mostly Surge. <laughs> but, you know, it's one of those things. Or, my favorite, because, you know, I love playing the big guys. Like, Titan shows up, they get to, they get a position, they have all the guys that are ready with their supers, and a Titan puts up, like, his bubble shield. Alright, no one can get in. And all of a sudden, a Titan just shoots out of nowhere like Superman... And just slams into the middle of it and kills everyone destroying the mega shield. It's like stuff like that. Or not really destroying the shield, but it's killing everybody in the shield. It's just stuff like that which made the multiplayer great. And I wish the story mode had like events like that or moments like that where it's like, I can't believe I just did that or I can't believe I just survived that. Yeah, I mean, they, they definitely skipped on the year one story. It was definitely very rushed, very, like, create-your-own-adventure feeling where, like, I literally felt like I had, like, you know, like, my my guardian as an action figure, and I just made up a story as I went because, like, that's all you really have to go off of. You have, like, the little, you know, you find a an old guardian's body, and then that, like, shady lady robot thing shows up, and then, like, I don't know what the fuck's going on with her, but she's, like, the, she's, like, the proto-man of, like, the fucking Destiny universe. And you're like, all right, that's cool. She's a little shady. You'll figure that out later, I guess. And then you never really do, but she gives you her gun at some point, which sucks anyways, which has, like, terrible stats by the time you're done with the game. Yeah, I was about to say, by the time you get that gun, you already have, like, way better shit at that point. And the crazy thing, and the only thing is, that rifle now, the Stranger's rifle, is actually amazing now. Is it really? Yeah, dude, uh, it, it it busts ass in the Crucible. Uh, it's crazy. You you can you can like 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 two oh, shot or three shot I'm people in the Crucible now. Damn it. Well, I think right. I think you can actually go back and do the mission again and get it. And it's now a legendary item. Before it was a blue, it's like a, like a regular that. common item. It's weird though. It's you, it's you like it's like a character for that or. Uh, I think they have a mission. They have like missions now, which is like, oh, you missed doing this or other stuff. And oh, things. cool. And it's like yeah. 
So yeah, we, yeah, we, we can go through that. But um, yeah, I found it funny. I was just like, wait, why do they have a cutscene for this thing? And she gives you a rifle. And then when you get out of the cutscene, it's ass. <laughs> like, that doesn't yeah. make any sense. Why is there a cutscene where I'm pretty sure they distilled the end of Star Wars, New Hope, and then after dun, Chewbacca dun, 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 does his yell, dun, dun, you get an ass dun, 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 gun. Dun, 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 dun. Um, and then <laughs> and then Mark Hamill looks at you and nods, and then you meet the get the stranger's gun. Ha! We did Mark Hamill, guys. We said it. We did it. Oh, we, did it. we brought yeah. Mark Hamill in. Woohoo! Yeah, snailed it. There you go. You're welcome. All the build up to get Mark Hamill in on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, we did it, folks. But Not I, Crazy I th- Funky, twenty fifteen. I think uh, I think year two really solves a lot of that, in my opinion. Like it's definitely a more cohesive story, and it even like summarizes what happened in year one a bit with a nice uh, Nolan North little monologue in the beginning. Yeah, Nolan North bot. Yeah, where he's like, "Remember this? This is what you did. This is what happened. This is you know, this is how I found you. This is my origin. All in a nice little five minute speech." And you're like, "Oh, cool." Now I kind of get what's going on. And it's cool, too, because uh, in right in the beginning and everything, you pass through some of, like, uh, the incredible things you've done. Like, uh, there was a huge strike, a huge mission where you took down this uh, huge orb thing uh, that's mechanical, Sepicus Prime, which is like like the, like the a god to the Fallen. And uh, the Taken King, you pass by, and it's like, oh, look, there's Sepicus Prime and stuff and things. Like, oh, look, we did that. It's cool. But, yeah, they, they fixed a lot of, uh, of the story in the Taken King. I mean, a lot of it came from the community. Uh, the Destiny community is very vocal, absolutely vocal. I mean, every oh, game, yeah. you know, every game has its, uh, you know, its fan base and everything. And what's funny is that uh, Bungie, before they went to the boards and everything or Reddit, they were like, "Oh, we were like, here's our game. What do you go? Here you go." And then you know they were looking at stats and everything and saying, "Hey, why are people leaving?" They saw like this, uh, you know, this drop off and everything, and they're like, "Oh, let's check the community." And they started making like an official like Bungie community board and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool that this game now is shaped by people who were playing the game as opposed to the company saying hmm we should make everything do this because of reasons you know like not so games the, curtail it with that said can the hunter cloak is he predator now does he do predator shit i mean the hunter can't the hunter could always cloak the hunter always cloak yeah, yeah but at much higher levels than everyone to get to like and it's like what was he had to like stay still in order to cloak yeah, you just you kneel down for like a couple seconds, and then you're cloaked for a good amount of time. Or you can actually spec out your um, melee on that, your melee special. So yeah. when you automatic when you do that, and you do your little like mini dash kind of thing, I guess like you could call it, he'll stealth immediately after that. Oh yeah, so and there's, you and there's like, also oh, yeah, and there's also yeah. um, exotic gear that'll make you go invisible, indivisible yep. after you after you either hit somebody or after you get hit. Like like <laughs> like like there there's an exotic arm piece uh, for the hunter called "Don't Touch Me." And when you get punched, you turn invisible. Oh my god, that's amazing! See, that's exactly see, what I wanted. Yeah, they, they don't that's touch what us. I wanted, man. It's so I just good. Wanted to be predator. That's it. It's- well, there's also weapons too that you can use. Like, there's a sniper rifle, and anyone can use a sniper rifle. That if you aim down the sight for a certain, for like a couple seconds, you turn invisible for as long as you're aiming down the sights. Well, that's pretty nice. Yeah. So that's how. Um, there was a guy in year one who soloed. Um, I think it was Vault of Glass as a hunter. And he did so just by jumping between the two classes and using that weapon. So, like, when a large group would be around him, he would just like, kind of hide in a corner and go invisible until the group couldn't find him and ran away. So, you can potentially do Predator. You just have to know how to, you know, beat the system on it. Um, but that's not even, like, that's not even my favorite. That's a bl- the Blade Dancer class, and that's not even my favorite class, uh, especially with Year 2 now. 
Um, it was pretty much it was pretty up there, but the the golden gun was where it was at for me. Yeah, the golden gun. Oh pretty yeah, big, golden but, gun. Yeah, but yeah, Dave, you could be like a blade dancer and stuff. And uh, there's a couple of things in there. I mean, you don't have to level up too far now. And 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 now, if you get in, I think if you make a new character, you do your first mission. When you come out, you're level 24, and you can start doing other no things. No shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I think you get a token that puts you at level 24. It's like a, a oh yeah, a it's popable. it's like a yeah, like, a, like a spark of light or something like that. And you yeah. use it and then it brings your character up and I think it gives you like some gear or some something like that. But yeah, now can we can we power level now cuz that's one of the main issues I remember we had before where it's like when Serge and I brought one of our friends in, it was me and Serge we were already at a higher level and then she wanted to play with us. And I figured, all right, well if there's the three of us, we can actually go on power level and it didn't work like how I would assume it's like Serge and I would get like the most XP and then she would get like a smidgen, you know? Yeah. Where well, it's... I mean the way 2.0 has kind of been going to, I feel like you get a lot more experience for doing bounties now. Dude, you get a lot really? of experience. Yeah. For doing and bounties, you don't have huh. to go to the tower. You can just turn them in your inventory when you're done. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So what people, what people oh were God. doing that doesn't too. slow shit down at all. And like, um, who was it? Uh, who's your buddy, Dave? Uh, not Dave Serge. What's his name? Dave Papucho? Yeah, Papucho. Papucho. He was, uh, like, he told me, I was like, fuck, why did I think of that, you bastard? But, uh, a lot of people, uh, were saving their bounties before year two, like, cap, or before the Taken King came out, and the, the level cap went up to 40. And they just literally, like, got from 34 to 40 in, like, three minutes. Just yep. from, like, popping, like, quests that they had saved. Yep, that's what I did. All, all characters were yeah. max 34, started at the Ticking King, did some missions. I was like, wait, I have all these bounties. And uh, it's huh, funny, yeah. too, because one of my buddies like, oh, dude, look at me. I'm level 37. I'm going to get there before you. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Little do you know. <laughs> I was like, all right, Although, dude, let's uh, let's uh, play another mission. Play another mission. And I just popped all my bounties and boom, uh, 40. He was like, what the hell? How'd you do that? That happened in year one to me. Um... Uh, we were doing Vault of Glass, and it was me and uh, some of my old GameStop crew that were were teaming up for it. And it was me and another guy, and we had, we had on a race to I don't remember what level it was. I think it was like twenty eight. I want to say maybe twenty nine. And he was like, "Dude, I'm gonna get there before you." He had a little more light than I did, and we finished one of the areas where when we were rewarded with new armor pieces, and the armor pieces piece i happened to get was for for leggings that i actually needed and it actually popped me over the edge and you know it doesn't make a big deal when you increase the light level in, in year one right you just kind of like get it increased so i went to him i was like hey hey mark hey hey buddy hey hey you should just like you know inspect my character really 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 quick just look just, it'll be fine just look and he's like you son of a bitch and i, was I like, love yeah. those moments yeah i win i win the race um, to um, I just wanted for a second to to bat check for those not yeah. familiar with Destiny, or if uh, you're not too sure what Destiny is, or if you're not interested, it it does have a pretty interesting story. So in Destiny, we're pretty much in the future of mankind, and uh, basically, you are three beings. You you are a guardian. Uh, guardians are made out of light, pretty much. So you're kind of like I wouldn't say empty husks with light inside of them or whatever, but uh, there's an enemy floating out in space called the darkness, and it's been devouring and consuming everything. Think of it like Galactus, or um, what, 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 what was that thing in the Green Lantern that they were... It's like that huge cloud thing or whatever. Not a cloud, Parallax. but it was like a being. Parallax, yes, like Parallax. 
So it's like yeah. parallax or whatever. You know, we've never seen the darkness. We don't know what it is, but we know that we're guardians. We're beings of light. And uh, there are other creatures and baddies in in our universe that do bad things, like the hive. The hive are these these insectoid, like disgusting things that skitter in the night and they want to do us bad. And then they have the fallen, who are pretty cool. I really like the fallen. They're pretty cool looking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they also are aliens and they do stuff. The Cabal are big, 800-pound uh, things. Like They kind of remind me of um, uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, those 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 alien beings that, oh, that play that by the rules. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. What they remind me of? Hmm. Fifth Element. Oh, yeah. Mangalos. Yeah, yeah, Mangalos. Yes. Yeah, Dude, yeah. Some of them, some of them of. even look like that, too. Like some of the yeah, bosses right? look like those dudes. Yeah. The the big, the ugly, and the stink. <laughs> so so in Destiny you are you are a guardian and guardians are there to protect the galaxy and the universe from the darkness and all these other bad things that want to do us harm. So in the beginning of Destiny, you've been dead for a long time because of reasons we, we don't know. So some of this stuff is pieced together because of the Grimoire cards, things that you find throughout playing Destiny. And uh, pretty much um, there is a ghost. A ghost is pretty much a little light. Um, people think they're also a form of guardian. It's weird. Like, you're partnered up. It's like, remember Reboot? You have uh, <laughs> Bob the Guardian and Glitch yep. is, uh, yep. is his little thing. Yep, his little tool. That's what uh, your ghost is. So your ghost is looking around looking for you, looking for his guardian. Because a bunch of ghosts like went around re- reviving their guardians because a lot of them died because a lot of bad things happened and legendary guardians were around. Uh, you know, it's kind of like the Knights of the Old Republic where there was a republic be- what, before the republic we know in in the Star Wars movies. I say the, not like, you know, episodes one to three. In the Star Wars movies, we had the Republic, we had the Jedi Council, all that fun stuff. But in the Old Republic, if you play the games, Knights of the Republic or uh, the MMO... Uh, you'll notice that there's an old republic. So there was an old republic of guardians. They all went, um, a lot of them went to the moon to stop the hive, those bad insectoid beings from coming to earth because they just wanted to devour anything and kill everything because we're beings of light and they're beings of darkness. So they wanted to kill us. So to protect, to prevent them from coming to earth, a lot of guardians stage a huge, um, a huge siege on the moon and inside the moon to kill them. A lot of them died, except for few. One of them is named Toland. He is a warlock. This is like epic warlock that we've never seen. We've heard one audio recording from him. Another, Eris Morn. She's a hunter. Did you know Eris was a hunter? I did not. Yeah, she's a hunter. Interesting. Uh, yeah, Eris is a hunter. She's a casual. Um, <laughs> she couldn't hack it in the raid. <laughs> but they all went to the raid. She couldn't hack it and everything. Uh, so she survived inside of the moon while all of her guardians who went in with her died around her. Uh, she survived in the moon um, against Crota, a son of Oryx, a prince. Like, like Oryx is pretty much like their god, their king. And he has son, sons, princes, and he has some daughters too. But the princes, the sons are what really, they're like his heralds, like Galactus' heralds. They go to places and they mess, mess stuff up. So she survived. She had a gout of her own eyes, put in hive eyes, which is why she has three eyes, and survived. So fast forward to us. Our ghost finds us on Earth. He resurrects us and says, hey, you've been gone for a long time. Um, yeah, things are messed up. There's a thing called the Traveler. It's a big white orb that's on Earth. Um, he's done stuff and things. We, we It's been quiet for a long time. Supposedly, it might be good. It might be evil. We don't know. Guardians might be evil. It's a really convoluted story, but we were resurrected and we're supposed to stop 
the darkness and all the hive and the fallen, the cabal from messing up Earth, and it's a whole convoluted thing. And in, at the so end, no pressure, no pressure whatsoever. And at the end <laughs> of year one, guardians go into the moon to stop Crota, the son of the king Oryx, from coming into our world because they they use like dimensional you know mumbo jumbo to to you know to get through through places. So the hive are summoning Crota, their prince, the youngest prince of Crota to our world and to stop him guardians had to go into a raid so you and five of your friends had to go into the moon and punch this guy in the dick and prevent him from coming to earth so you do that you kill him you kill him and you prevent him from coming to earth in doing so you have uh relieved eris Morn, the hunter uh the one who survived the moon in the or in the oryx raid i mean the, the crota raid because she's a casual like crota let her out she's a casual anyway um so she's like, oh, good, you've killed Crota. Now we must deal with his father. So the king, the Taken king, Oryx, is pissed that we killed his son. He sensed it. And now he's coming to get us because we killed like his youngest son, Crota. Like, I can't stress to you how, how pissed he is. And what he does, um, he, he takes all these beings, these cabal, these fallen, these, uh, you know, all these other things, even his own hive, and he t- changes them into these other beings, like the, the, the Taken. And they're a mm-hmm. bit stronger. They they can multiply. Think of them like symbiotes from uh, the Spider-Man verse. Yeah. Yeah. Or the or, Heartless uh, from Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, buddies. Yeah, buddies. buddies. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, the Heartless. How could you be so heartless? <laughs> yeah. Um. Here we go. Didn't expect to hear here singing. Nice little song. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I I noticed that too. That was nuts. Like I was shooting it and it just split up and it was two of them. And I was like. Oh god! You this you is be a night. <laughs> <laughs> this is a freaking nightmare. You just like light up like a cigar, and you're just like, <laughs> son bitch dug it like an Alabama dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, now we're coming up to year two, and in year two, we are stopping the king in Destiny, the Taken King, from coming and taking everything. We gotta stop him from being took. We gotta stop from being took. Taking take, things, take things, taking things. Yeah. And, yeah. And dude, he looks like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer villain. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, with like that. Yeah, like he he looks like like if you were to make a live action movie, uh, especially of Year Two and Oryx being featured in it, you would make him with purely practical effects. Like you would have to. You would not make him CG. Just like it looks like they are trying to make this CG look like practical effects with how he looks and how that like minion looks. Remember that in the beginning when, like, this guy comes up and he's just like, you know, we've got these guys and the other one, they'll, you know, they'll come too. And he's just like, no, we must get them all. And, like, his little, like, fucking manslave or whatever, or, like, his, like, that looked a lot like him, just a different color. I was yeah, like, man, that just looks like, like, crazy 80s, like, practical effect makeup of a demon. And I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, you know he's, oh, yeah. he's talking to him and he's just like he's he's like his Jafar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the, the game's interesting, man. It's really it's really so cinematic now. There've been a lot of balances and changes, and Destiny's a fun game because especially if your friends play Destiny, you can pick it up, play, and you can do a lot of things. Like I mean, like we play strikes together. Uh, you know, yeah. which are pretty much kind of like dungeons. The the story mode itself. Is actually pretty good. I mean, Destiny now has a coherent story mode. And as you go through these missions, you want to do more. You want to keep going in the store to see what happens. I mean, it starts off, like, really cinematic. You know, like, you you go to Saturn. Saturn looks awesome. 
You know, you go to Saturn and that's oh, where yeah. you're taking King Settle. Oh, God. And it's just this huge scape and you're on a base and you're just like, oh, what's going on here? I mean, there's a, there's like, what is this huge ship? You're going to investigate it. And Eris is like, oh, crap. It's the King Oryx. He's come. You defeated Crota and now he's out for your blood. I am Eris. I'm very dramatic. Ah. <laughs> ah. Yeah. And that, op- that opening intro, too. Oh, uh, my God. When, like, the meteors get flung at the taking at Oryx's ship. Yeah, and like, dude, fucking, he just like puts a hole in the ring of fucking Saturn. Saturn, oh god, and and I was like, oh god, that's, that that sounds pretty cool, actually, dude. dude. That sounds really cool. And Mars saw <laughs> the, the, the 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 queen, so the, there's also a queen here. I mean, she has something to do with the Taken King. Oh, we don't know. Um, yeah. she's an Awoken. She's a humanoid alien in Awoken. Their eyes light up and everything. They're really cool, sexy. I made an Awoken because it looks like a Sith. Anyway. They look like actually. Oh yeah, that if, guy. If you <laughs> if you follow comics, they look like the Atlanteans uh, in Marvel comics. Yes. So that that's how I would put it. Like they look a lot like that. And the queen, uh, she oversees some some of the fallen and uh, some of the fallen houses. So it so in Destiny, the fallen are these other aliens, and they have houses kind of like uh, Game of Thrones. So there's like you know there's House Targaryen, House Stark, things like that. So in Destiny, there's. Uh, the House of Wolves, House of the Devils, and certain things like that. So this queen, this queen awoken, has somehow subdued some of these, uh, some of these houses, and they uh, they're under her. Or is it just one house? I can't remember. Destiny's story is stupid sometimes. Anyway, um, yeah, the beginning scene is crazy. It's like a huge Star Wars battle with like the Queen's Awoken forces trying to fight back uh, uh, the the Hive and the Taken King, and it's in it's like taking place in the rings of Saturn, <laughs> like. Like, yeah. it's crazy. I mean, the Taken King has gotten this far. I mean, we, we can't let him reach Earth, so we've intercepted him by Saturn. So there's a huge Star Wars battle, like, you know, like uh, the beginning of Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, where, you know, mm. see the two Jedi fighters are flying, and then, you know, they they, 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 they they go down, and then you see the huge war and everything. That was really cool. We went to go, uh, Dave, we went to Star Wars Celebration, and we got to see oh, uh, yeah. all the movies in 3D. Dude, it was so sick. It was the first time those movies, some of those movies were in 3D. The first one was in 3D already in the theaters, but episode three, oh my God, that scene where the Jedi fighters were flying through and, and everything. And, re- and, and it redeemed it so much seeing that too in that 3D. Oh, man. Seeing it, it was I mean, so sick. That's one thing that, I mean, not to break break from uh, subject, but that's one thing that I loved about the only thing I liked about the prequel trilogy was like how cinematic they were. Like, they were very, very beautiful. Like, for instance, the chase in Coruscant, you know, where Anakin, like, where, like, Obi-Wan, like, dives out of the window and grabs onto the probe, and Anakin's, like, yeah. flying around. Yeah. You know, it's stuff like that. Nathan Fillion, Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion, Nathan Fillion, Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion is in this game, and he's a character called Cage <laughs> yeah. Six. He's on to, and he's awesome. And you know what's cool? Like uh, Bungie was saying in, in an interview with uh, with Game Informer, they're they're like, you know, like Cage Six is really cool. He's voiced by Nathan Fillion. You may know him from such things as Firefly and the vo- and you know the many Castle. like many things. I'm just like trying to. I'm like, wait, you should know who Nathan Fillion is right now. If I you're know, listening like, to if this you're podcast, to this, yeah, you know who Nathan Fillion is. <laughs> you know who Nathan Fillion is. Come on, let's let, Come let's on. go. Come on, be serious. Come on, let's go. Come on. 
And uh, yeah, in an interview with Game Informer, uh, Bungie was saying, you know, we really liked using Nathan Fillion. He's a really cool guy and a really good voice actor as well as professional actor. And they were saying there, there was one line that, that really got to them and they were like, we need to use him more in the next coming game, The Taken King. So while you're in the tower and you go to Nathan Fillion, he's the hunter's uh, hero, the hunter's guardian, um, pretty much. You go up to him and you can talk to him and, and, and say, well, he says stuff to you and... Um, the guardian heroes are stuck in the tower. They're welcoming new guardians who are being woken up um, from their slumber or whatever, and they're telling them what to do. And we're fighting the war, so they have to stay in the tower on Earth. So Cade Six, Nathan Fillion, just turns to you and whispers, "Take me with you." <laughs> and they're like, and from that one line, like the the creative director of of uh, the Taken King was like, "We have to use Nathan Fillion as like one of the major set pieces to help move the story in this one because it's going to be great." And it is. He's so good. I love Kane Six. Oh, His character Kane oh, yeah. Six is awesome. He's he's ridiculous. Like like there's all these little things too that he does. Like remember when they're like they're gathering over the war table and they're talking strategy. And uh, you know, they have the the freaking like hologram going on, and then Eris shows up and just throws a little like goo ball or whatever, and like it's just like in the middle, like in the interrupts everything. And Kate's like, "Hey, do you want to like take your ball off the, off the table? We're talking about things." Yeah, they're trying to like come up with like a war plan, and they're looking at a hologram of a map, and Eris just throws her crap on the table, and he's like, "Eris, get your relic off my map." <laughs> it's just like <laughs> like she's so crazy. Oh it's my so god. Weird. And like a little bit later too, like when they're looking at um, like the, whose ship was that they were looking at with like the the rock on it? Oh, that's Eris's ship. <laughs> yeah, they're looking at Eris's ship and they're like retrofitting it or something. And the mechanic's like, "Oh yeah, like when you want to take her out." And and Kate Six looks at it, and goes, "I'm not driving that thing." I love it too because then, then you find out he's like, "Oh yeah, not everybody has a ship that smells like hive." I'm like, what is that? Why he didn't want to pilot it? Because he's like, "Ew." <laughs> but, he, but he's a robot. Yeah, so How it's like what? what it smells like. So ridiculous. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if he's a being like, um, like, like, like General Grievous, though. I wonder. Well, no. I mean, what, I mean, what are you know the exos? Uh, what are they called? Yeah, what are the exos? Like, ultimately, they could just be robots. They could like they or they could be like Autobots. You know, they really could be, or they could be like the Vex. They have their own kind of they're sentience, like but yeah, yeah. The Vex are totally the Geth from Mass Effect. I'm just saying they're they're totally the Geth oh, from Mass yeah. Effect. That's that's oh, what they are. Man. You know, because the Grimoire cards are like, oh, they have a hive mind, they blah, 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 this and yeah. everything, technology. It's it's the Geth of Mass Effect. <laughs> well, I mean, this game is very, like, inspired by Mass Effect, too. Like, year one and year two. Like, it just has that Mass Effect feel. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Dude, even, like, uh, Oryx's ship, the Taken King, like, in, in the opening cinematic where he fires a shot, it's totally like the Mass Effect drive. Like, the huge... Oh, like, yeah. Like, yeah, when you blast up into space, it looks like that. It even has, like, the, the ring and everything. It's like, well, that's fucking totally Mass Effect. I, I was even thinking it, it was more reminiscent of the Death Star. Like, with just how, like, you know, it has that giant fucking, like... It looks like a crater, but it's not. And that's where the weapon fires from. And it, it does fire differently. The Death Star, yeah. Yeah, it, it fires differently than the Death Star, like crazy death beam laser thing. But, like, it was, I was looking at it, I was like, oh, I know what's happening. I, I saw that, and I was like, yeah, that's a giant gun, isn't it? And sure enough, it was. Uh, it's so good. Yeah, they, they've actually said they reference to some games. Like, there's a part in the game where you can go and do these trials on the Dreadnought. Basically, you get this coin, you put it on a statue, and each statue represents a different level of difficulty. Um, so you put a coin on one statue. It's pretty easy. You get, you know, like a couple of enemies, one boss. Next one, you get two bosses. One revives the other, stuff like that. And uh, it's pretty cool the way they had the statues stacked up. And I was like, you know, that kind of looks like that. And then, you know, the creative director said, oh, yeah, we, we took inspiration from uh, Shadow of the Colossus. And I was like, oh, 
one of my favorite <laughs> games of all time. That's so cool. Shadow of the Colossus. If you've never played it, it's on PS2. It's in the PS4 uh, Play Now. The PS4 Now, like, rent-a-game thing. Shadow yeah. of the Colossus. One of the best games I've ever, ever played in my life. Yeah. Well, it was on PS2. Then they remastered it for PS3 along with Ico. Um, and then, yeah, they now you can play it pretty much uh, streaming through PlayStation Now, which... I played the beta, for, or I was in the beta for PlayStation Now, and it, it wasn't that good. I don't know if they fixed it or not. Um, like, I, I tried to play Dead Island, and it just wasn't playable. Yeah, there was. Uh, they said there were a lot of problems at launch. I mean, it's to be expected with anything like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, my God. Yeah, and in this game, oh, God, the, the, I can't get over this. I want more story, because we don't know if the queen is dead, you know, uh, Marisol. Because in the beginning, there's a huge shockwave and everything. She kind of just closes her eyes, but... Like, she and, like, her cohorts have power. It's weird. You know, like, she she, she shot these, like, orbs, these huge, like, mm. Star Trek photon torpedoes at Oryx's ship, you know? And so she can do that. Like, what else can she do? So I don't think she's dead. I think she's out there in space, and she's just like, am I got a floating eh? Or she made a dimensional portal and walked through it and, and everything. And her brother, too, he was out there in the asteroid field. So it's just like, how are they just going to yeah. be dead like that? You mean, you mean the lead singer from The Cure? From our AFI, or AFI, <laughs> no. Being the oh, side, oh god, yeah. yeah. Taking oh, King man. dude, like it's it's so good. I mean, if I oh, man, like I'm not I'm not like a Bungie fanboy or anything. I mean, I love Halo, obviously we all do, and Destiny it had its disappointments, and I was just like, oh, uh, you know, I guess we've done better. But like Taking King is thoroughly good. I mean, this is what Destiny should have been in the first place. It really, really should have been. But you know, it was a huge undertaking. I think they did a pretty good job. Like all things considered, you know, they've never done something on this scale before and they didn't know what it would mold into and it, it's become this really huge game with a gigantic community behind it. Like, huge. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, like when people say, oh, Destiny's dead, like, whenever Bungie does, like, an update on Twitch, on Twitch.tv slash Bungie, there's, like, over, like, 200,000 people watching. Not to mention how many people then uh, watch it on YouTube because they don't have a Twitch or don't know Twitch or something like that. It's crazy. For some reason. Yeah. Which is weird. Which is weird. No, there are people who are gamers. I know, like, I saw some of my buddy. He was just like, oh, dude, we totally stream on Twitch.tv. He's like, oh, what's Twitch? I was like, what? <laughs> really? Wait, what? But he's a gamer. He's, like, a fighting game gamer. Like, he goes to tournaments and stuff. I don't know. It's weird. Really? Yeah. That's bizarre. Yeah, it's really weird. I'm like, but dude, at those tournaments, they stream on Twitch. Like, what? It's weird. You're a weird guy. I will give you the fact that um, <clears throat> one of the things my coworkers brought up was you can now have a sword as your heavy weapon. Yes, and, I'm actually doing that mission now. Yeah, my coworker looks at me and goes, you're a sword guy. I can see you running in there as a titan with a big-ass sword and a shotgun. It's like, you know, you're not wrong. I would be that guy just running balls first into it and, and possibly dying. But, I mean, there's a lot of, like... I'm not going to lie to you. You guys are definitely winning me over with everything you're telling me and also the fact that... <laughs> it's like probably my, that's probably my favorite part. I think when we were fighting What's-His-Face, Crota, when he got his sword, like... And I remember, like, even you, Serge, are like, Dave, pick up the sword. Why? Just just pick it up. Why? Just, yeah. Dave, pick up the sword and swing away. <laughs> it's like the fucking ending of Signs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep swinging, Meryl. Swing, swing. <laughs> no, Dave, get it. Nerd. And it was great because I picked it up, and I'm, I'm, pretty, I, I'm pretty sure either A, I was ma laughing maniacally or laughing like a like, schoolgirl, like, oh, my God, it's a sword. <laughs> like, running around just, like, hitting everybody. So, that... I am looking forward to having, like, especially in Crucible missions, if I can keep it in, like, carry it in there with me. Mm. And when someone's holding at the objective, just run in there with a sword and just go ape shit. 
you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are a number of um, of great like additions or fixes that they've done in year two. Um, like I know for me, like a couple of my favorites are the new subclasses. Like, and I've only done the hunters to be honest, but I am so in love with it that I'm just I just know that the other subclasses are are on par with it. It is actually my new favorite subclass. It just barely trumps over Golden Gun, where uh, for one single shot, I get an energy bow and arrow. And with that energy bow and arrow, the way I have it spec'd out as of right now, and it's not completely leveled up yet, so I'm sure there's more additions to be had, uh, but I hit a guy, and his buddies around him kind of get like almost sucked into this like energy web that damages them over time. If I lob in a grenade, I can probably kill that whole mob. But the way I have it spec'd out is if I kill one, he'll explode. And the the area of impact will damage his buddies around him as well. So I can only really, if I had a hand cannon, I would only really need to do two headshots. And I could probably clear out a mob of like five or six. It's pretty with badass. And it, and, it helps, and it helps like with like, um, it helps with support too. Cause like the hunter can also oh, yeah. like, uh, like tether people together with the void. And then yep. like, like a Titan could come in like, dude, like Dave, like you have a Titan, right? Yeah, I, I still have him. He's still dude, there. I, I, the Titan, oh god, at, dude, the, the the Titan hammer. Oh god, Dave, the Titan hammer. It it's, it's thoroughly good. <laughs> so thoroughly what is it, good. The what, does it do? what does it do? The hammer. <laughs> the Titan hammer is is the power of solar energy. You have to go to Mercury, and you do. It's it's cool. Each guardian gets a mission. So the hunter has to go. Where does the hunter go for for the bow? Uh, I don't even remember. Uh, I was just like, I just sped through it. I think it was Mars, maybe. Well, I know I went to Mars as a warlock. Maybe it was not Mars. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe you went to Venus. Oh, uh, I think it was Venus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to Venus. The warlock goes to Mars to get the power of the Stormcaller, in which you are Dark Sidious and you shoot lightning from your finger. You float and you shoot like you float and you, you float and you shoot you shoot you you shoot l -l -l lightning. I yeah, I saw that in uh, the Crucible let's, and I was like, what? He's let's a just ghost. call it what it is. Let's just call it what it is. Basically, the, the the warlock is either a Jedi or Sith. They they're force users. Like when they first when I first saw them and I first saw the shit you could do, Sergio. It's like they're Jedi. That's it. They're just that's the shit they can do. They're Jedi. And they even have the hair scrunchies too for the little pony for the ponytails. Yeah, for their for their for man the, buns for yeah. the braids, dude. It's awesome. And like each one, when you go to do your your mission, it's like it's an epic like call, like for for the stormcaller for the for the warlock. You're like, yes, you must summon the power. Like there's a cutscene that happens. There's like only warlocks know true power. It's so Sith like. It's absolutely Sith like. And I was like, oh my god, only warlocks know true power. You must harness the power of the storm, bend it to your will. Oh god! When you summon the power of the stormcaller and a warlock, everything around you kind of just dies and explodes, and then you can use your force lightning. And then with the Titan, you go to Mercury and you harness the power of the sun into a hammer. So you have Mjolnir, but with fire, with fiery napalmy explosions. <laughs> so you hit your super, fire comes out of you. You get a hammer in your hand. You can throw the hammer, and it explodes. So each hammer is like a napalm bomb. It's crazy, oh, and it absolutely destroys in the crucible. 
Dude, whenever, oh my god, whenever a Titan pops his hammer in the Crucible, yeah. people are like, oh, damn it. <laughs> like, no. Oh god. I, th- I think I figured out, though, as a warlock, whenever, whenever like, uh, an enemy, like, pops your super, as a warlock, you can pop your super and they'll, and they'll get a lot of damage because there's a huge AoE burst effect that happens with the warlock. Does that happen with the, the hunter, Greg? Is it like an AoE um, when you summon your, uh, your bow? I haven't noticed, in all honesty. I've been doing a lot of soloing. The only time I actually teamed up was with uh, you and Alex. Hmm. Um, so, I don't know. You tell me. Because you'd you be the ones who get the... the I, and I pop it a lot. Like, as soon as I get it, I look for a group, and I'm just like, you. Yeah, buddies. Yeah. Um, he's usually behind me when he, when he pops in. I don't think he's... I don't think he, we've gone to the Crucible yet with him, but it's Hunter. But, um, yeah. yeah, dude. Like, oh, man, I remember I was, I was playing Rift. Rift is this amazing crucible game type it's kind of like let's say it's like basketball so the ball is a dimensional ball a spark and you have to dunk it into this dimensional portal a basket in the rift so you pick up the spark the basketball and you have to run um to the rift uh you know the hoop and dunk it it's awesome and your character actually has an animation of dunking this dimensional ball into like a dimensional rift. It's the sickest thing ever. And yeah. you get more points for dunking backwards. So as before you get up to the rift, everybody, turn around backwards, walk backwards. Your character does an animation of dunking backwards. It's the sickest thing ever. <laughs> and when you dunk, if the opposing team is there, they'll die in an explosion. So you get points for that too. So more points for dunking backwards and points for killing anybody around you. Sometimes what I'll do is I'll kind of like bait people like oh oh no i'm going with the with the rift are you gonna kill me oh you're following me i don't go you you're dead it's so good <laughs> oh my god ducking backwards is the funniest thing ever so it's disrespect and you get a lot more points but yeah yeah i'll see like a titan pop his mjolnir solar hammer and i'm like oh you want to go bro all right sith lord time pop that he takes damage from me popping it he throws a hammer i put out my lightning we die at the same time the hammer is disgusting, dude. It's like a napalm. Every time you throw one, it's like a napalm bomb. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. It's so dude, much that fun. just sounds... <laughs> you feel so powerful. Absolutely powerful. Especially when you're going up against enemies in the story and everybody pops a super. Oh, my God. Like, dude, when we were playing, like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm a warlock. Like, Greg's a hunter and... You know, we have somebody who's a titan. We all pop our supers. She's like, all right, let's go, boys. Pop. It's like, it's like the Avengers <laughs> assembling together. Yeah. And we're taking something down. Oh, God. It was so much fun. It's it's fun. It's so much fun. Especially going through the story and everything. Like, it's it's a coherent story. It, mm. Your supers feel very powerful. And, oh, man. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm ready for, for year two. I mean, this is the end of the first iteration of Destiny with the Taken King. Um, and Destiny 2 is going to come out, and um, it's to be announced. There is no date yet, but, oh, man, they've learned so much. I mean, if this DLC that's revamped everything, that's why it's 40 bucks. if you don't have the other two expansions. If you don't have uh, the first expansion, uh, the, the Dark Below, and then the second one, the House of Wolves, you have to pay $60 to get those two in the Taken King, um, but it's worth it. Well, they, they have, and listen to our preview podcast, too, because we kind of went down a little bit the, the different versions that are available. But, uh, like, you, you can get, if you don't have Destiny, or if, like, you know, you just have the standalone, you can pay 80 bucks and get everything. Which is not bad. Yeah, it's not a bad price, considering you're getting, what, uh, two DLCs, the game, and a major DLC. Yeah, dude. And plus all the fixes. Like, the fixes meaning yeah. they, they've balanced a lot of the weapons. Like, you oh, can sure. pretty much use whatever you want. 
on PvE and PvP, and it's good. No one thing trumps another thing. You know, it's all good except for like the thorn is still pretty good. Uh, the, the, the like fate bringer is still good for PVE. It sucks for sucks for my Hawkmoon though. <laughs> oh, the, 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 the Hawkmoon's pretty good. It's the uh, the last word that's butts. So everybody who was like a uh, last word fanatic is like really really hating well, <laughs> hating. What I happens. guess I I either need is there a way to like upgrade like your because for an old exotic. Uh so, like, my, yeah, you my can. Hawkmoon um, is right now because it's literally sitting at the low like i think it's a 150 hit rate oh god yeah they're they're, they're, they're um since you got that in year one there there's a kiosk you can go to by all the, the guardian heroes to I get uh that. yeah to get the year two stuff um and it, and it costs like certain things like legendary marks and stuff like that but yeah uh, okay so people were walking around with with the new Suros regime which looks really awesome nice yeah like uh, uh deeds from bungie the community manager described it as darth vader's ferrari yeah <laughs> yeah i thought that was awesome <laughs> That's awesome. So, what if you have the Dark Below, but you don't have House of Wolves? Because that's the last expansion I got was Dark Below. Um, that's a really good question. That's a yeah, it's a really um. In all honesty, how much, sir? Do you remember how much uh, House of Wolves was? Was it fifteen or twenty? Oh, uh, it was twenty bucks. Twenty. So you might as well get the. I think I think I think they might have a version for that. They have like a ton of. It's weird. Yeah. They have all these different versions because of like this new expansion. But yeah, yeah, like oh well, we'll set you up, dude. I think there's a version for that if you have one or not the other. But you might. I I'm thinking you might end up getting, from my knowledge, the sixty dollar one because you didn't have uh, the House of Wolves and the Taken King. But we'll, we'll we'll see. There's a ton of different versions. So you just gotta search for one. Okay. And there's and another there's part, like, part two, two coming, coming out. out? Oh yeah, dude. They have Bungie has like a a ten year contract for Destiny. It's gonna go on for ten years. Do you think they'd actually make a Destiny two though, or do you think they would keep on doing this whole yearly? Because I like this whole yearly thing. Like that was year one. This is year two. He says he didn't let that go for ten years. Well, because, well, like, well, well. This is well, well. This is this is the the, the beginning of, of year two. So this is actually right. the, it is actually the end of year one. So we're still in year right, one, right, but beginning right. of year two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's so year two hasn't technically it's technically started, but not really. This is like ushering us into year two. Yeah, yeah. It's like a prologue to, into year two. Yeah, exactly. Um, but do you think they're gonna do like a new destiny every year, or are they gonna do like a new expansion, forty dollar expansion every year? Uh, I, I think it's I think it's gonna be like a new destiny. The, the, they use like you know the engine, but you know put in different parts and stuff like that. So it's gonna be I think it's gonna be the same game, but they're gonna add new yeah. parts to it. So I think cool. you know hopefully you won't have to buy like a new copy. You you might you might have to because there's a lot of fixes they've put into this game. So it might just be this, but they give you expansions and they're like, oh, this is Destiny Year Two. It's sixty dollars because it's just all this whole all encompassing thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or that that, that like maybe they might. Have you purchased a whole new thing because architecture, um, you know, from this game might be different from what they're going to do next? Because a lot they fix a lot of stuff in this, That's true. You know, but they might do something completely different in the next one. You know, yeah. And and they might have it so um, instead of overriding all of this, people who want to you know play vanilla, oh, we have a completely separate thing for you to buy, so you can go back and play vanilla if you want, quote unquote vanilla. Yeah, but it, it'll never be vanilla. Yeah. No, no, no. no, 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 no one liked vanilla. Yeah, oh God, Destiny Vanilla was interesting. Very interesting. I remember yeah. hand cannons weren't a thing. They were underpowered. Yeah. People were like, oh, throw this away. This is stupid. And the yeah, auto rifles were really good. Yeah, I remember playing the alpha for Destiny. I was just like, hand cannons, this is stupid. Give me an auto rifle. Yeah, because Halo, mm, good. Mm. Uh, yeah, and I mean, a lot of the other, um, just to mention them, I know we went into like the, the new subclasses, but there's a lot of other 
I guess, more minor tweaks that really make the game way more enjoyable. Uh, like we were talking about a little bit earlier, I think we talked about it in the preview and we were talking about it before we were airing a little bit, the ability to trade in your bounties and not have to do it at a hub world. So at the tower or Nexus. That's huge. It's like, so great. Cutting out like like the time it takes to travel to somewhere in a game is is key. Because as a gamer, you want to do everything efficiently. Like I'm very objective based. Like, okay, I have this objective. I need to complete it. Do it. All right, I did it. Okay, I need to turn this quest in. And in MMOs, everybody hates going back to the quest giver just to turn back in your quest. So it's, it's a, such a tedious thing. You know, but, you know, that was a standard in World of Warcraft. You get a quest, you go kill 10 pigs, and you come back, and you turn it in, and then you get loot. But now what they've done is you take up bounties in the tower, you do them, and whenever they complete, you open up your menu, and you hit complete, and you get all these cash prizes. Yep, it's and great. It's really it just feels so good. It feels great. And um, other thing they did is you can now carry more bounties, so you no longer have to pick and choose which ones you want if you keep up on your dailies because you just take all of them. It's fine. You can do it. Yeah. You even have a little bit room for extra ones just in case, in case you, didn't, you forgot to finish one from yesterday. And um, so we're going to talk about like the... Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, the overall uh, d- design of the game, like the, the icons, the HUD, if you are a creative... Mm-hmm. Like us, like we're we're all we're all creatives here. You will look at all the new icons and all the new uh, like the way they laid out the map and the HUD and the UI and everything. It's it's very clean, very simple, very nice. Like uh, the, the um, like when you pick up the bounties, the crucible and the vanguard icons and bounties are kind of like a nice matte finish, kind of like something that looks like a, like a nice briefcase or a nice desktop or something. Like if you if you touch it, it would have a texture to it. And uh, stuff when you when you look at your quest, they have these really amazing icons. Like uh, for the Titan, the Titan's uh, you know color and everything now is this like nice solar, uh, like creamsicle orange, and it's beautiful when you take quests. Like when you take your quest to go get your meal new hammer, your Mew Mew hammer. Mew Mew, Mew Mew, Mew Oh God, Cat Dennings in Thor. <laughs> Thor Why? Too. Like, that was the worst part. Like, why do movies do that? Like, they put all these human parts into their movies. Like, in the, in the Thor movies, it's like Cat Dennings, the beautiful Cat Dennings, and the beautiful Natty Portman. And they're like, oh, look, we're doing this thing, and you're Jane Foster, and blah. Meanwhile, we want to be in Asgard. <laughs> we want to be with all that stuff. I mean, Thor 2. I, I disagree with you on there. I wanted to be in Oklahoma, but I wanted it to be a lot better. Like I wanted them to follow either more closely the um, Jim Michael Straczynski run or the Ultimate run, where they kind of like make you think that Thor isn't actually a Norse god; he's just a crazy dude who happens to be able to control lightning. <laughs> what? Yeah. So and then like you know everyone's like you're not Thor. Like Thor did, like that doesn't exist. Like you know there's no that's no, no such thing as Norse gods. Like get the fuck out of here. And then um. You know, he ends up becoming part of uh, a member of the Ultimate Avengers, or the Ultimates, as they're called in that. And um, there's a while where, like, Loki ends up fucking with him and making him think that he's not even, like, Thor. So doubting his own sanity. So it gets pretty nuts. And I was hoping they were kind of going to kind of go in that route. Mm-hmm. But they never did. Like, they hinted at it, but they never fucking went balls out. Which sucks. That would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, like, just a nice take. But I agree. Like, you know, they added in this, like, 
crazy human element with a love story and like you know she just met him two days ago but now she's really upset that he's dead and it's like (laughs) he's just a homeless guy to you at this point like what do you care i don't understand yeah, but, in, all, uh, in all those yeah. movies, like all the human parts go on for way too long, and and I understand they're trying to develop like the characters and story, but it's just like you don't need to show us the human beings for us to relate to something we're seeing on screen. Like, please, that's why we're watching the superhero movie so we can watch the superhero. I don't know. They just go on for way too long. Like in like in Thor: The Dark World, where oh god, where they were talking about the sign to the portals and stuff. I mean, she gets teleported to the exact place that the uh, like that Infinity Stone Horcrax yeah. was. <laughs> Harry Potter yeah. Horcrax, yeah, and, and everything. And it's just like oh no, Jane Foster's a huge part now. Oh now she's in Asgard because reasons there now. And then the whole thing at the end with like Cat Dennings and. And they, they got those poles that open up dimensional portals and stuff. I'm like, what an interesting gimmick. And it's too much. And I'm like, oh my God, I want to burn my brains out. Like, too much human human parts. No, I mean, to be fair, though, the Thor 2 had way less human parts than Thor 1. It did. It showed a lot more of Asgard, which I liked. But then you have stuff like, oh, oh hey, Jane, you're out uh, on, on you know at dinner with, with a guy, with a comedian who's really funny that American audience probably don't know. Um, he's from the IT crowd yeah. and cool and stuff. Oh, what are you doing here? Cat Dannings? Oh, you know, there's a thing on your, your thing back home that might say that Thor's come back. Oh, really? We have to, it's like, Oh God, <laughs> please get, just get to the superior part. I'm sorry. I get really like disturbed by, you know, all this like mindless mumbo jumbo with all the human parts in these movies, you know, I'm like, just not a fan of cat. I'm just not, I'll just say right now. I'm just not a fan of cat Dennings. I'm not a fan of her whole like like two girls one place whatever the hell that, yeah. that show is. Two broke girls, yeah. Two broke girls. I just feel like every role she has, she's just phoning in. She was I good in Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Yes, she was. Yeah, I didn't see that. I'll give you that. I didn't see that, but like, especially like in Thor two, it just felt like she was just there. Like, oh my god, I'm the geek chick in the movie. Yeah, you know, like I felt like the movie could have done without her. Oh yeah. In Thor? Oh, yeah. Like, she was there for, Absolutely. like, quote-unquote comic relief or whatever, you know? Yeah, I, but that's I, what we have Loki for. We don't need her I guess. Uh, yeah, the dynamic between Loki and, and Thor was great. You know, like, the way they would just, like, go... You could... The dynamic they gave him, they felt like they were actually brothers. Oh, man, when he morphed yeah. into Captain America, that was uh, hilarious. So He's like, oh, would you perhaps so uh, want to talk to one of your new compatriots? Who? I like this. The honor. The pride. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, it's amazing. Oh, God. But yeah, um, yeah, and the things like uh, you know the amazing Iron Man with the Mandarin. Oh God, the human parts where Tony Stark is. Cry, by the way. Oh God, I'm the Mandarin. When I have Victoria. I must say that you're not on stream. It was amazing. I am the Mandarin. <laughs> killed, absolutely killed. And uh, yeah, like what was what was up with the whole thing with like Tony Stark and the kid? Is that ki- is that kid like somebody's son in Hollywood? So they needed to give him a role because there was. Way- I, I think what they're doing is they're they're starting to build. Like they're, I think. You know, they're starting to recognize that their actors are getting old and they're not going to be able to do this forever. So I wonder if instead of keep on recasting, which is what they're they've been kind of doing, like, you know, with War Machine, um, with even some of the, like other people. I can't really think of any one else. This War Machine is such a oh, with Edward Norton, right? Like with the Hulk, uh, they recasted him as well. And who knows who's going to be playing Thunderbolt Ross in Civil War? You know, it, it could be the same guy. It could be someone different. Uh, but I think instead of keep on going with the recasting, especially with Iron Man, because he's such a... Robert Downey Jr. made Iron Man. <laughs> he is Tony Stark. He is, Well, so like to be fair, Tony Stark wasn't like that in the comics initially. Really? He, he was just like a drunk. He was more like... Um, 
he was more suave than he was kind of like eccentric. Hmm. You know, he was like a ladies' man. He can get into anyone's pants, but it wasn't because he was quirky and charming and stuff like that. He was just straight up like Prince Charming. Like that's what he was. And he um, kind of had this really dark past because he's an alcoholic. So, like, he didn't really have any control over, you know, when, when booze was around. Interesting how, like, how, how Marvel kind of, like, toned that down. Like, his, his drinking thing. Yeah. Yeah, like, you'll, you'll, you'll see in, like, once or twice in a scene, but they're like, oh, we got to have the whole family come in and enjoy the funds. We can't show drinking. I, well, I wonder if that will become a larger part as these movies progress because... You know, like, I mean, you kind of saw him in Iron Man 2 getting a little wasted kind of thing and, you know, being a clown in his suit. But then, like, in at the end of Avengers, you know, he had that whole PTSD kind of thing going on because he, like, you know, went through space and almost died and was stranded in a different universe. Yeah, that'll, that'll mess anyone, anyone up. up. Going through a, to- a portal in the sky and seeing a bunch of aliens come through it. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm a genius who builds stuff and thinks, what the hell is all this? I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Oh, and then and then working like a mile underneath it for years too. Like I, he, I mean, he, I, he's going to get darker. I, I would assume that would be a smart role for them to take, and especially after Civil War, that's going to do some stuff to him too. I bet, and I bet, I hope we see some more like darker tones, more you know, more alcoholism in there. Yeah, yeah, it should really definitely be. Yeah, it should definitely be a thing. His alcoholism. Yeah, um, absolutely. I yeah, and the, the, one of the things is like does uh, the whole pepper pots thing? Oh God! Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, we could talk about this all day. Yeah, but I mean, is, is, I mean, is the pepper pots thing going to go somewhere? Like, do you think they're not going to make that canon because they didn't they didn't show her? I mean, they mentioned her and Jane Foster in uh, the Avengers too. Well, I mean, they they wrote her into the comics, mm. or I guess she was in the comics and they wrote her into a more. Um, like more of what she is in the movies to kind of like help with the fans and the stuff. So like she that. was never like a big main thing in the comics. I mean, like I was never a big Iron Man guy, and uh, well, we should ask Casey about this when he comes back on next week. But like, yeah, I didn't mean she, like she wasn't. He never really had a love interest. He was just kind of like jumping from woman to woman, based on my my knowledge of Iron Man. And again, I'm, I'm not a big Iron Man fan um, pre Robert Downey Jr. So I could be wrong on that, but my understanding of it was he was he put on this very like f- big front of he is likes a good time, likes to drink, likes the ladies, knows how to get what he wants from the ladies, and you know he's also happened to be Iron Man, but he wasn't really like a Robert Downey Jr. party kind of guy. He was just more traditional than that. And then when Robert Robert Downey Jr. got the role, he probably identified with it a lot because he used to be an addict. Or he is an addict. You never used to be. You're always an addict. So he played upon that, you know, to kind of like in his a little bit of his narcissism to really bring this character out. And he put a lot of himself in it and it just took off. So to kind of answer your question, to circle back to it, I bet you they're going to position this kid as potentially the next Iron Man whenever Robert Downey Jr. stops. You think if so? I were to put money on it, yes. Hmm, like- because you can't replace that. Like, what Robert Downey Jr. brought to Tony Stark, you cannot replace. No. So he's going right. to be like, it's going to be a lot like, a, like a Batman Beyond kind of thing where the little kid is Terry McGinnis. Could be. Could be. It could be something even simpler than that where he ends up building his own suit and doesn't want to be Iron Man, but people just end up calling him Iron Man. Oh, that'd be cool. You know? Like, he just uses his skills to become a hero. Um, which happened to be similar to what Tony Stark brings to the table. 
and since he's like you know had experience with that suit he probably has a better idea of how to build his own just guesstimating but that's what i bet they would do because like you know it's like heath ledger joker you can't get i mean you can get someone to mimic that performance but it won't feel authentic and it'd be like, oh, you're just trying to copy what That's this true. other dude yeah. brought to the table that was so unique and interesting. So, I think they're trying to position a different Iron Man for a you know different generation and get ahead of the ball on that one. I would think, but that's just my two cents. Hmm. Um, but anyways, let's, let's get back to I Destiny like a little cents. bit. Yeah, it, it, there's two of them. There's one and there's two pennies. Um, getting back to Destiny. A lot of like a lot of great upgrades, a lot of good changes, stuff like that. Uh, but as we're nearing the end of our podcast, I want to ask you guys my secret question. I'm stop. I always appreciate the music for the, the secret question. I feel like you should have a soundbite for it, though. <laughs> just get all the music that we ever sung and just put it on top of each other. Oh god, that'll be like the that worst sounding hell. like worst, worst sounding, sounding like orgy ever of like just, just horrible, horrible sounds. sounds. Like, like remember Event Horizon when they received the sound from like Oh god, Event Horizon. Yeah, it'll sound like that when you put it all together just like screams and I don't know. Oh anyways, uh secret question. Year two is nearly upon us. Right? We're at the prologue. Many a changes to be had. What is one major change that you would like to see happen in year two? Hmm. I would like to see parties of guardians increase to three, like, like increase more than three. Like I know uh, they said it's a possibility for that to happen because I know the whole destiny thing, the hunter Titan warlock, you know, like team of three going into the story mode kind of thing. And three, three is enough. But if they were to expand the story to make it even more massive that you need more than three guardians to go through it, that'll be awesome. Like imagine going through story with like, like five or six friends, like you and five other friends. Like it's that big, like, Oh God, it'd be like a literal, a literal fire team basically. Yeah. It would be like an actual, oh my God. like fire That'd team. That'd be so great. It'd be, it'd be sick. I mean, you could do it in, um, in Halo, uh, what's it called? Like Halo Reach or whatever. Like imagine the game being that big. I mean, like you can do that in Rage. It's you and five friends going down into the Vault of Glass or to punch Cord in the dick. And, um, yeah, and pretty much, you know, I, I, th- I think that, I think that, like, it, it would be crazy. You and five other friends with six people going through a story mode together. You know how crazy that would be? You know how big it would have to be and epic yeah. and expansive for the story to be? I mean, they they can definitely do it um, because uh, they got the lore master from Guild Wars 2 to sign on and help them with the story and Guild Wars 2 was a really fun MMO uh, the lore from there is amazing there's so many good stories that they actually um, you know show you and, and act out and everything through cutscenes, through through fighting and through different things Guild Wars 2 is a really fun game if, if uh, anybody out there has never played it it's uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's free now. It was always um, you can just buy it. And there's no subscription, but it's a really fun, involving game, and especially in an MMO where you can um, you can move around freely. It's not really like just you know click, cast, eat sandwich, and then win. You really have to like move <laughs> around. You can counter things with your weapons. You can uh, you know um, combine spells with you and a buddy. But yeah, they got the lore master there, the guy who created you know the lore, 
for Guild Wars 2. And I'm really excited to see what he's going to do for Destiny because the, the webs that were weaving, uh, that were weaved throughout Guild Wars is amazing. Like, people still play it, people still go back. And I'm, I have fond memories of playing through Guild Wars 2 and that story. So I'm interested to see what they're going to do with this guy. That's how I go through life, by the way. Click, cast, eat sandwich. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, that's it's how you, that's how I used to play WoW. Click, cast. Actually, that that should be a t-shirt. Is that a t-shirt? If not, it should be. T-shirts coming soon. Back in the fucking t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. coming this Christmas, people. Like, back yeah. in the fucking merchandise. Yeah. <laughs> Buy the, the click, cast, sandwich shirt or the Newt Dave button underwear. <laughs> uh, we're not going to make any money. That's it. We're done. No one's buying it. Uh, see Dave. a lot of people buying the undies. Um, yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, I'll just buy it a bunch of times. See, guys, it's a top seller. I'm in the same address. Well, maybe it's a big house. Dave, what are you doing with these boxes of Bat Cutie Funky underwear? I don't know. What are you doing with those boxes? <laughs> um, yes, yeah, yeah, so, so Dave, having uh, played Destiny and stopped and everything, like, what? Well, what was? What is something that would help you moving forward to to play Destiny? Like, what? What, what do they need? You know, I'll agree with. I don't know. I think same from what you guys have told me, everything I did want to see in Destiny is there. Maybe more open world, you know, where where you're like it's not more. It's more of like a, a more sandbox world rather than like theme park world. Because the moon is, for instance, I'll bring up the moon for example. It should be a very large landscape, but there's only so far you can go into it, and most of it you can just fall off and die. You know, mm-hmm. so I really wish it'd be more open world. So you can just stay on one planet and just go really, really 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 far um i would like to see just more on earth like more expanded maps that are already available maybe seeing what the human city looks like rather than just chilling in the tower yeah like actually like there's an attack on the human city and you have to go like stop it so you have to see like fight in the streets of human city and like people run by you and shit like that you know like something something like that just i guess with Sir, with Surge Shed, like a big, larger fire team and more story. Um, other than that, like it sounds like something I would pick up and play again. From what you guys have said and what from what everyone else is saying. Nice. Yeah. And based on the changes you're saying too, it sounds like uh, more influence from Mass Effect in terms of like the level designs and stuff like that. Like I remember in Mass Effect One, you could walk to anywhere in the Citadel pretty much, which was awesome, but it took forever. And then they streamlined it in two by saying like, oh, like you're in a different part of the Citadel that you weren't on before, but it's not as expansive. So they kind of like negated that because you could walk around the Citadel forever and just get lost. And the elevators nuts. took forever because they were loading. Dude, they were like, they were like a hidden loading elevators. screen. In the, okay. in the expansions, did they ever explain what that big thing is next to like the listener, whatever his name is? Oh no, like, no, that, that that gyroscope thing? No, they haven't yeah. explained that yet. And I, I want that too. Yeah. I was just like, that, I want that. That will make me play again when I know what the fuck that is. Yeah. I would spend hours for no reason jumping around that trying to figure out what the hell it is. Like, maybe if I go here it'll do something. There's a podium here. What does that do? Maybe if I go here, what does this do? Like I, I, have a, I have a theory that it's some kind of trans-dimensional teleporter. So if things get really bad on Earth, people can come to the tower, and then uh, there, there are little galaxies outside of that gyroscopic spinning thing, and you can pick somewhere and just be teleported the hell out of there. I think that's hmm. what that might be. Like It's, it's like a Stargate. Interesting. <laughs> Greg, what about you? What do you, what do you want going forward? Uh, I would like a third ball option. Thank you very much. <laughs> what did I, I did ball, it. Though. Or I ball did another it. one. I want another you ball. Did it. 
did it. Did solved. It. You solved the riddle. It's good. That's it. That's good stuff. Did it. Right. Broke 2015. It. Uh, broke my own question. Uh, no, I'd like to see a fourth character class and a fourth race. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. With three new subclasses. Like, that's what I would love. Um, just because, like, and it kind of goes with what you were saying, Serge, with, like, you know, adding more people onto, like, uh, making more of a fire team. I, I think that would be awesome, but I agree with what Bungie's doing and that each character is unique in, in each way you play it. And even if, yeah, like, you get, like, you know, you get a, a team of six and everyone's a, the same class, but they're all different uh, subclasses on it, it still gets pretty, like, monotonous. It doesn't really feel like teamwork. It's like going back in the good old days of City of Heroes and doing a task force with all blasters. You could do it so easily as long as you had one like ice blaster just to like do some crowd control. And you could pre-sue it like really quick in like maybe an hour, which is supposed to be like a three or four hour thing. But like it's just not fun. You know, you don't feel that teamwork. So I think that the addition of a new class and a new race would be a welcome addition just to to juggle things around and uh for that class i'd love to see a more traditional hunter so like you know you get a pet of some kind hmm. that that helps you along the way so like whether they treat it kind of like with borderlands mordecai where you could summon the bird and you know it helps every once in a while or you have something more like uh the mechromancer that you summon a thing for a short amount of time but it buffs and it tanks and that kind of thing I don't know, but I would definitely love to see like a fourth like pet class, I guess. Or maybe it could be someone who's affected uh, by the Taken and can summon the Taken. Ooh. That'd be sick. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, welcome, Bungie. You yeah, can I'm, use I'm, that. I'm thinking now, is there like, I would like to play as the Fallen. Like maybe, maybe you can yeah. play as one of the other classes or have like a game mode where you play as like the Hive or something. That'd be pretty interesting. That'd be someone or someone who's like part hive, mm-hmm. kind of like similar to Eris, I guess. Pretty cool. I don't know. Just something. Give us or something. a game mode where you can actually play as the guy who runs the Crucible. Lord Shax. Ah, uh, oh, heroes. Think about that. Yeah. yeah. Have some issues you play as the heroes. That'd be sick. Like you just got to get to like the ultimate level, and you unlock them. You can play them and see like the shit they can really do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Actually, no. I, I I think a fallen would be great as a class. Search. Now I'm thinking about it. You can imagine playing as like a captain and or yeah. you know, or, oh man, it'd be sick. With like that badass armor with like the fur on it. And stuff yeah, like dude. That. You know how crazy that yeah. be? And like you can pick your different house: house of the devils, house of the wolves. Yeah, that would be like the three like subclasses. <laughs> exactly, and they each have their own different abilities and things and armor and loadouts. Oh man. It'd be so sick. did they join? Did they join the humans to fight, or are they just you're picking a completely different class? Like you're picking the bad guys, basically. Oh no, everything no. like it's it's a guardians versus everybody. Yeah, so they it would be like maybe like some of these like fallen are can be guardians, you know, or they or they've defected. Yeah, like well, whenever you, you roll up like uh, on on like, on like the cabal, like fighting the hive or the fallen, like finding the taken, like they fight each other. It's really cool. And then if you jump in the fray, like they'll start fighting you too while they're fighting each other. It's pretty sick. Oh yeah, I remember those games. Yeah, where yeah, the cabal fight like, the ta- the the uh, hive. Yep, everybody gets some. Uh, yeah, I remember those. <laughs> or even the vex too. The vex would be cool. Ooh, plays Atheon. Just a big. It'd be like Legion and Mass Effect. Yeah. 
<laughs> or it just breaks off from the hive mind. Yeah. Oh, that'd be sick. What? Yes. Yeah, like, yeah. like, like a brand new. Uh, oh yeah, like a brand new vex, like a new looking yeah. uh, thing. And he's like, I am from the vex, but I have broken away from the hive mind. This yeah. is not taken from Mass Two Effect. Two new characters, a vex and a fallen. Yeah. It moves. That's it's totally I mean. not taken from Mass Effect. It's original story stuff, but play. Yeah. Yes, he plays me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pre-order and get the Legion DLC skin. Well, we talked about the Taken King, talked about Year One Destiny. Like, Destiny is, is, is a pretty good game. If you have a lot of friends, um, or if you don't even have a lot of friends, just maybe one or two people or three, you should definitely uh, pick it up, especially now. I mean, now it's really worth it to pick it up as a coherent story. Uh, there's lots of stuff to do. There's new PvP game modes, which are a lot of fun, like Rift and... Um, What's something called mayhem? Oh, mayhem's crazy! Like your super comes back really, really fast. Your grenades come back yeah. really, really fast, and it's just this huge, massive game where everyone's super is just going off like titan hammers everywhere, like Sith lords fighting each other. It's really cool being a warlock Sith lord and going up against another guy who has your super. You're just like shooting lightning at each other. It's amazing. It's crazy, dude. It's sick. I want to see a rocket propelled great uh, chainsaw. I feel like you might want to play more Gears of War or something like that. Yeah, or, 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 that's more like Borderlands. Or, or Borderlands or, yeah. or Bulletstorm. I know, that's where my heart lies, but something with a rocket-propelled chainsaw, just something like a rocket-propelled like Nova launcher or something. Well, that's what the <laughs> Morlock is anyway, so... Yeah, Destiny's been, been it's been a lot of fun, and Euro's pretty cool. In uh, year two, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. And if you have some friends, like it's it's definitely something. Even when like uh, some of my friends, when we got bored playing Destiny, it was still great to get on and just still play with everybody. You know, it's like, all right, guys, uh, you want to do a raid? Yeah, let's go. We'll go to the Vault of Class and do that shader. We're going to the Crucible. It's just a fun activity you can play with all your friends. But now it's like, dude, you need to get on. We need to punch Oryx in the dick. Let's go. Yeah. 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 Right in the dick. <laughs> oh, man. Well, everybody, uh, as all good things, we've run out of time on the podcast. Um, before no. we go, I'd like to shout out everybody who's been following us. Uh, thank you, everybody, for the follows on Twitch.tv. Funky. We got up to 106 followers, which is pretty freaking amazeballs. <laughs> that's awesome and everyone who's been uh, following us and liking on Instagram our Twitter our Hell Facebook yeah. coming to the backcodyfunky.com and showing us love and hitting love yeah. on some of our articles and everything and everyone who's been checking out you know what we think about uh, each new reveal for Star Wars Battlefront for everything that's new in movies and TV and checking out the podcast at backcodyfunky.com slash podcast uh, you can also catch on iTunes, search for Bad Cody Funky, also on Android devices, uh, download the SoundCloud app, and search Bad Cody Funky, and you can listen to us that way in your Android apps. Yeah, and do us a favor, guys, too. When you're on iTunes and you're checking us out, go ahead and give us a rating. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. That's how uh, we're going to get better. We want to get better. We want to do right by you. And we can only do that with your help. So give us, tell, us your, tell your friends. Give us a like. Give us a subscription. Give us a rating. We appreciate it, guys. <laughs> Until next time, this has been Booster Greg. They're coming from the walls. <laughs> the bearded man is David. Running riot. <laughs> and I'm Sergio. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you later. Or we'll see you another time. <laughs>